Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show. We have another exciting show for you, and as you know, we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time, but we need your help. Because we got a lot of people out there that are still sleepwalking, despite overwhelming evidence that it's uh, danger, Will Robinson, red alert, red alert. Please spread these broadcasts far and wide. We have Steve Quayle with us today for it's going to be an outstanding broadcast. And we're going to join Steve in just a moment. But we need to do uh, something very, 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 very timely. And here's what I mean by that. Um, Bill Gates is taking over the food supply. Weather wars are destroying the food supply. And <laughs> oh, Biden, as I like to call him, his tax policies are going to make it impossible for small family farmers to transfer the farms from one generation to another. And it's going to be bought up by a few of the big corporates. Ladies and gentlemen, they're preparing to use food as a weapon. The only counter you have right now and the short time you have left is to gain as much, as much storable food as you can. You need to go to preparewithdave.com. Did I say prepare with Dave? Yes. Uh, but you need to order our storable food. We'll put the link in the description box when we post this to our website as well. Uh, preparewithdave.com. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, they're offering a 20% off of the four-week special. You say, I need more than four weeks. I know. So you order in increments of four weeks. You save the 20% all the way through your order. Restaurant quality. 25-year shelf life, 2,000 calories per day. You need to do this, and you need to do it now. These people are playing for keeps. They want you dead. They want you out of the way. They want their transhumanism, and they're going to stop at nothing until they get what they want. This is your only counter. Um, also, too, I wanted to mention that uh, the Gen 6 conferences, they're up on Steve's website at stevequail.com. Go ahead there and click them on, and uh, Steve has a, a plethora of books. And uh, I'm just telling you, folks, uh, he's been calling the future since, well, since I've known him. But those books up there are fantastic. Every one of them is a good read. So I'd encourage you to go to stevequail.com. And uh, Gen 6 is up there as well, too. And, and if you really want to know what's coming, well, we've already written about it, and Steve's been at the forefront of all that. And speaking of Steve... Here he is. Steve, welcome to the show. Glad you could join us. And you still have those past Gen 6 conferences uh, available, don't you? Uh, yeah, we do, Dave. And it's interesting because people who are acquiring them from all over the world, they don't have to order the DVDs and waste the postage. They can go on Vimeo and they can download them and watch them in real time. And I think what's, as you know, when you start talking about the future, those that will kind of put it in the back of their mind, put it on a shelf, saying, well, uh, let's just see. Well, they can no longer say, let's just see. They can no longer say, uh-oh. They must absolutely take what happened in Texas as their clue to accelerate their preps. Because I'm telling you this, people have got to understand all the things we've warned, of, warned about, especially the global famine that's coming, the manipulation of the vaccine, the messenger RNA, the, and, and messenger RNA, I, I can't make it any clearer then that saying, and that's not my term, that's a medical term or the biological term. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? They're messing with your RNA. You know, Dave, I was thinking about messenger, and I thought, no, 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 no. They're messing with your RNA. We're watching the human extinction playing out before our very eyes. And one of the most problematic uh, issues that has arisen in the last 48, 72 hours is Bill Gates has announced that he wants to release mosquitoes 
for global vaccination. And global vaccination by mosquitoes, if you go back to the X-Files movie, the original X-Files movie, and that's kind of what we're going to talk about today, is Hollywood having already set the stage for the next events that are going to come our way. I've been told by eyewitnesses now who know what they're talking about that those mosquitoes have already be, been introduced into Texas. Interesting. They took a species of mosquitoes from, uh, and I think what it's the British call it mosqui mosquitoes or something, mosquitoes, but the bottom line is mosquitoes, and they GA'd them, genetically altered them, and now, ladies and gentlemen, they took, uh, if you will, super mosquitoes, and they're releasing them. In the X-Files movie, it was uh, honeybees, mm -hmm. and the honeybees were going to destroy pollination. You know, Mike Adams made a powerful statement. Isn't it interesting that Bill Gates, and kudos, Dave, the last article you wrote on him, that's genuinely a fabulous article. That's not, that's not flattery, it's the truth. Notice three things, ladies and gentlemen. With all of the volcanoes going off, and it's, it's record-setting like no other time in history, all that ash goes up into the upper atmosphere. It already is dimming the sun. Yet the dimwit Gates, I don't care how much money he has, the bottom line is he wants to accelerate uh, the uh, part particleization, there's the word I'm wanting, of the upper atmosphere to dim the sun even more. Mike Adams said the most amazing thing. He said, Gates wants to execute photosynthesis. What most people don't understand, not only do you dim the sun, you're going to kill photosynthesis, you're going to kill the whole, if you will, the whole food chain in the oceans with the phytoplankton, with the krill, and everything else that God created to be so fabulously imbalanced he's after. So let's, let's just go through it. Wants to dim the sun, wants to kill photosynthesis wants to vaccinate the whole world and not one time he wants to teach the people gee three vaccinations are better than one ladies and gentlemen this is the depopulation i've warned about this is the termination the annihilation the destruction of the human race the messenger rna is absolutely a genetic rape of god's creation it is the same thing the devil did in the Old Testament and after both before the flood and after the flood, we tried to pollute the human genome. Now we've got the transgender movement, which is killing off human reproduction. We've got the, and, and this all relates, the number one theme of the transhumanists, uh, the transgenderists, uh, the techno-barons, if you will, the tech decadence, and, and that's a term I... Uh, came up with 25 years ago, technologically decadent uh, people would be called tech decadent, okay? And so the thing is, is that we're trying to get across the people. 2021 isn't, ladies and gentlemen, anything like any of the years before, anything. Go back in history. Jesus said there's never been a time like it, nor would be again, except these days be short. And for our sake, there'd be no flesh left alive. So what Dave and I are going to talk about today is look at how Hollywood has staged what we're seeing now. It doesn't matter if it's uh, the Minority Report, doesn't uh, matter if it, everything you're seeing and have seen is preparing us, including for the alien invasion. And just this last week, Dave, uh, you know, the Defense Department said, well, obviously they're going to admit and have started admitting that they have reverse uh, uh, engineered technology. Well, then uh, what about everything else? They have. How about the genetics taken from the uh, aliens? So the thing that is really problematic now is how, Dave, do we, and 
again, I ask you this question, it's rhetorical. How do we get people to understand that their, ex their total future is extinction and all of the methodology that we're seeing, you know, in the new vaccines, the new dimming the sun, you know, uh, what we saw, weather warfare in Texas, ladies and gentlemen, that was the sheerest manifestation of weather warfare that we have ever seen in your face. And they don't care anymore. The Luciferian globalist satanic elite does not care anymore because basically they neutralized any organization against them by the QAnon false narrative, by all the white hat nonsense, by all the Nasera nonsense. There's nobody coming to our rescue. Oh, by the way, where were the white hats when Texas, when so many people suffered, so many died? But here's the thing, Dave, they steal the narrative. They, they absolutely control the lies by allowing no truth. And that's why the most important thing in this day and age is people get the truth. And ladies and gentlemen, as Dave said, they wanna take us all off. They wanna take us down and they wanna take us out because they can't have thinking people. Thinking people will understand what's going on. But when I see, and, and somebody uh, sent me an email, Dave, with a photograph of all the people lined up headed to the camps in Nazi Germany, you know, like lines as far as the eye could see, and people lining up for the vaccines as far as a, the, the eye could see, I thought, hmm, the Fourth Reich, the Final Reich is on the scene right now, and unfortunately, most people can't see it. Well, most people don't want to see it. They want the government to play the role as the third parent. So the, many people are seeing this as uh, a savior of types. But, you know, here's where people just fail to apply common sense. We have never had a valid test for COVID. In fact, I've quoted Commissioner Hahn of the FDA several times on April 18th when he wrote, we're not going to make the testing companies submit the third-party validation of their test results. Well, who in the hell is going to test themselves and say we wasted millions of dollars? So what we have are tests that have incredible false positives by design. The flu has all but disappeared in the United States and the UK, and you know it's being diagnosed as COVID. It is an excuse to lock us down, as an excuse to inject us with these deadly vaccinations, and they're preparing to make this the mark of the beast. You can't travel, you can't bank, you won't be able to work unless you have your deadly vaccine. And and I, I think by, you know, Eustace Mullins, God bless him, he passed away, I think, over a decade ago, maybe longer than that, but he wrote a book called Death by Injection. It may have been uh, a murder by injection, if my memory serves me well, and maybe not this time. But anyway, I heard Eustace in, in person in Bozeman, Montana, you know, 10, 15 years ago talking about that. And he was a guy that really got it. And the book came out called A Higher Form of Killing. Well, ladies and gentlemen, right now, I want you to understand something. The way the winds blow, literally, I'm not talking political winds, I'm talking the literal winds from the jet stream, which, you know, there's so much happening with the jet stream right now, it's lessening. With the North American uh, current, the oscillator, and it's got a new fancy name, meaning the ocean currents are even slowing down, changing the temperature. When you hear the climate change, let me just tell you this. Climate change has been a function of history. That's why people spend so much time drilling ice cores in the Arctic and Antarctic. That's why they basically spend so much time 
in the written records and the historic records of when the largest migration of human beings or, you know, would, uh, I'm sorry, human beings have taken place. And it always is the same story. So then you put in weather modification, weather warfare, and you see, obviously, that something very, very, very is wrong. You see the polar vortex being absolutely steered, directed. And by the way, there's 230 plus patents on what I'm talking about. So if you believe that there's no such thing as weather warfare, you, and I say this, you might as well go down to your local mortician and get in line because you're going to watch it play out. And now because of the Deagle report, and that came out five years ago at least that I can remember, that by 2025, uh, the United States of America's population will be down to 100 million. Well, that's 260 million or 270 million less than we have now, I believe. So, you know, Dave, when we talk about Hollywood staging all these events, I know you just were bringing up, you know, one of the series that you were talking about that obviously even escape from New York. There is no escape from what's coming outside of Jesus Christ. And I'm, I'm telling people that because your paradigms, my paradigms, our paradigms, what we've known, what we've been raised with, what we've been taught, ancient history for those of us who have, contemporary history for those of us who know the price that was paid by our veterans to allow us to have the freedom, and then look at the way the country treated the veterans. That was my first clue, by the way, 15 years ago, that I started screaming screaming out, here's the deal, the veterans are the only ones, God bless them, who have can save the country. Well, since 15 years ago, how many of the vets have been basically, uh, uh, well, they died, and they've been denied medical treatment and everything. I said that, and I got banned from every uh, veterans hospital in America, and I'm told that if anybody even mentioned my name, and this is by multiple guys in different veterans hospitals, that they had an automatic meeting with the shrink, okay, <laughs> for telling the truth. So the, the, the issue is that we need to take care of our vets, people. And by the grace of God, I'm just going to tell you this. I have a veterans ministry that's premier and preeminent on my heart, along with widows and orphans. And I can tell you the stories are marvelous of so many guys that have PTSD and the love of God hits them by the power of someone who cares. It's astonishing to me. When you care, it has power. When you share the love of God and the person of Jesus Christ, it has transforming power. So back on the subject, the important thing to remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is scripted. Everything is scripted. Davos, you saw after the Davos meeting, everything went in down the tube. So what we're watching is what I call the Halgelian. It's truly called the Hegel, but Halgelian dialectic. The Chinese released the bioweapon. Don't tell me what uh, Fausti says. One of the most ignorant, sold-out entities from the dark side, in my opinion, so uh, conflicted in his interests in the pathogens and the uh, production of the virus, literally being the Pony Express to China for things from the CDC. And by the way, the CDC is not a federal uh, uh, agency. It is a private agency. And when I used to call it Center for Disease uh, uh, Creation, people used to really get offended at that. Now we're seeing just exactly that, in my opinion. 
And so when people are buying the lie, number one, Wuhan virus created by China released, okay? Number two, we saw the initial reports that even China were the ones that were uh, selling the masks, okay? We remember the famous statement in history that uh, was it Lenin said that they'll they'll hang or will hang ourselves with the rope that the yeah. communists will sell us, and now we're seeing we're we're killing ourselves, we're killing ourselves with a vaccination with a false narrative with no science, basic biology 101. A virus is eight times smaller than a bacteria, on an average. Those silly masks do nothing. The point is, ladies and gentlemen. From the beginning, the President of the United States, hydroxychloroquine, the most powerful people in the world that wanted the President destroyed and neutralized were went on a rampage against hydroxychloroquine, vitamin D, obviously zinc, obviously ivermectin. Gary Haven was telling everybody on talk radio that, listen, ivermectin, it will keep you. And then Dave, the false narrative of substituting the flu co-opting the flu with COVID-19. They lie, they lie, they lie. But now they're killing, they're killing, they're killing. I am surprised that more people aren't furious over what I call the Como factor, sending the elderly with no underlying uh, issues even relating to COVID. I mean, for simple things, they may be waiting on knee surgery or hip surgery they go into, you know, uh, uh, in essence, the death camps for the elderly. We're watching the Fourth Reich, not the Third Reich resurrected, the Third Reich marked into the Fourth Reich into Antarctica, and they control the banking of the world. They control literally the, the science of vaccine. Some of the biggest uh, uh, pharmaceutical companies are nothing more than the great-great-grandchildren of Nazis. And so when you see the history of the world, playing out before your eyes, and everybody says, well, this just looks like, you know, in, in this case, we're talking about the X-Files, you know? That's quite a few years ago. And then, if you remember, one of the very first science fiction movies was the Invasion of the Giant Grasshoppers. I forget the name of the uh, uh, movie. It was with Peter Graves of Mission Impossible television series fame. The point being is that we know where this is headed, and it's headed, Dave, to the global extinction of humanity before our eyes, and we are cooperating in our own demise. We are cooperating in our own demise. Those, those who resist the vaccine, those who resist the mask of the beast, which leads to the mark of the beast, which leads to murder by the beast, we are now being socially ostracized by the little Milgramites, you and I talked about it on one of your last broadcasts, little spies. We've turned into a nation of finks, a nation of finks sinks. A nation of finks stinks. Yeah. And we've been basically turned into, I call it the Stasi, Stasi-fication, East German intelligence of the United States citizenry. Well, Wolf uh, from the East German Stasi was paid $5 million to set up DHS. DHS has kind of gone in a different direction, though, to some degree, because Obama made the mistake of hiring soldiers because he wanted toughness, but instead he got patriotism. But uh, they're now trying to bring DHS under, well, shall I say, the control of the globalists. And all federal agencies are polluted right now. Steve, you know what amazed me? When Trump was elected, I had the mistaken fallacy that 
we'll arrest a few hundred, maybe a few thousand people, and we'll be on our way to happy days again. We got our guy in. And what I didn't realize is the deep state was so much bigger than anyone when anyone thought. The, the government is the deep state. From Mitch McConnell to Pelosi to all of them, they're the deep state. I'll give you the quote of the former head of the Fed, Volcker, Paul Volcker. Remember the cigar-smoking, pretty tall guy at yep. 6466? A friend of mine, a guy I know, a friend of mine, not a friend of a friend of a friend, was in a meeting with him. He was kind of a high roller in that circle. And uh, when someone brought up the uh, Democrat-Republican paradigm, he said, he said, stop. He said, hell, son, these were the exact words, no embellishment, we own them all. I believe that the what we saw was a time period that God gave us to basically get our acts together. And what do we do with that time period? We basically look to a man to deliver us and not the Lord Jesus Christ. And I want to share something, Dave. I've never changed my position. I'm not one of those guys that was on record saying Trump's going to get a second uh, term, thus saith the Lord. What I said is that Trump would be used to divide the nation to show exactly the state and the fate of our country and he would reveal the sins of the leaders. God's revealing it. And, you know, people don't understand this. God can use whoever he wants. And he used Trump to reveal the sins of the deep state before a holy God. And then the human, our sins, before, uh, you know, a, a holy God. And the people, I'm sorry, the, the sins of the leaders to the people, and the people's sins before a holy God. But nobody ever acknowledged that. It was make America great again. Make America great again. You cannot. It was what was uh, his name? Uh, was it de Tocqueville who said America's great because his people are great? Yes. When America's people cease to be great, America ceases to be? Yeah, he did I, say that. Yeah. So so here's, here's listen, I have so much impassion. I, I, I said this so much, so much compassion, but I'm passionate about saying this. Ladies and gentlemen, you're seeing cannibalism literally in the headlines of of movie stars that are selling their muscle tissue and their stem cells. Basic biology, stem cells are what everything determines on a, a human body, how everything's made. You're eating yourselves to death. A, a four-star general 10 years ago said, Steve, warn the people, warn the people, warn the people. By the way, he wasn't retired. The point being is, is that warn the people. We're being turned into cannibals by the very human flesh that's being attenuated in the laboratory and guess what Dave that takes us right back to Genesis 6 uh, and not only the giants but the cannibal civilizations Aztec, Inca, Maya people oh they don't eat people yes they do then you go to the desert southwest and you know you, you have the presence of giants look I've spent a, a lot of time a lot of money uh, you know interviewing Native American elders interviewing uh, you know uh, what would you call them medicine men interviewing historians, archaeologists. And the one thing that's interesting is the cannibalism that was denied by, I would say this, the, you know, the noble uh, archaeologists and anthropologists, they couldn't deny the findings of the DNA of human flesh in the droppings of the giants. Uh, we were literally, we were literally, uh, and this is important, uh, banned from a certain find in uh, New Mexico because they read my book on true legends and they knew exactly what I knew 
and they could not allow us access to the giant skeletons that they're even in, on the record uh, uh, as finding. So here's, here's what I'm trying to say. Everything is in motion, everything's in play. You're going to watch death accelerate in unexpected ways. You're going to see literally the greatest famine in history. And I'm not trying to, you know, scare anybody. I'm, what I'm trying to do is, how should I say this, is urge, kick in the butt, accelerate people's um, uh, awareness to prepare. If Texas wasn't a good example of one day everything's pretty much normal, and then the next day life changes forever. And we're in the mode right now where life changes forever. Well, life as long as it lasts will change forever. Right. And this is what I see as the acceleration towards the deadliness of their plot. And I wrote this morning, I said that uh, they're, they're on parallel paths. On one hand, they're creating um, weather wars, uh, introducing deadly vaccines, uh, and, and they're engaging in all kinds of behaviors that will depopulate the planet. And when you mentioned one of them, transgenderism, transsexual aspect and the whole goal here is to eliminate human beings and it's kind of like let me count the ways people think that there's going to be one depopulation move this is on a multi-front steve the water's bad the food's bad the air is bad they're going to limit crops you name it and they'll start wars in fact i believe this attack on syria was uh, a move towards a, a biden administration to uh, draw Russia into a war. And I, mean, I want to run an idea by you here. Um, America is number two in importance in terms of getting us out of the way. You can't have a new world order with civil liberties and a, and a strong constitutional government. So America has to go. But also, Russia has to go because Putin is anti-globalist. He has his own internet. He has his own banking system and financial transaction system. And he won't play ball and the Chinese are designated to become the world policemen. They're already fulfilling that role. And they have to take the U.S. down first. They have to take Russia down second. If they can promote a war between the two, all the better. And I think that's what that strike in Syria was about, to put America at odds again with Russia. Well, absolutely. And let me tell you, too, the same thing is going on with Saudi Arabia and Iran. In the last 48 hours, there have been three giant transport planes landing in Venezuela. And, and let me just make this bottom line statement. Ladies and gentlemen, people who have eyes on the ground can know what's going on in real time faster than the people that have to see it, they have to upload it, they have to wait for the bureaucrats to get back to them. The Iranians have nuclear warheads, nuclear warheads on their missiles in Venezuela. Russia moved another bomber, one of their, uh, forgive me, they moved four bombers. One was one of their supersonic bombers, and the other three are just the bearer, the ones with the propellers, their big uh, equivalent, I guess, of our B-52. And so they're getting ready to hit us from multiple dimensions and multiple realms. The blustering of the Biden, quote, deep state cartel, remember, he's just a puppet. What Dave just said is true. The, the Masonic order of battle for the Third World War, Pike, obviously, his letter to Mazzini, the, the whole situation, people deny it, but 
in Morals and Dogma, hey, Albert Pike said the true worship is of, of, of Lucifer is the ultimate goal. They'll pit the Christians against the Jews, the Jews against the Muslims, everybody against everybody. And when everybody's killed everybody off, they'll bring on the pure doctrine of Lucifer. Well, they're not even waiting for that. We have biogeddon happening right now before our eyes, biological Armageddon, okay? It isn't on the field of, of Megiddo. It's in your backyard. It's in my backyard. It's in the hospitals. Notice all the people that take pictures of hospitals who, that they're empty, but the report is the beds are overflowing with dying COVID-19. Such horse manure. And what do they do? They vilify, arrest, and sometimes in prison, anybody tells the truth. Somebody once said, again, the first cause in any war, or the first battle in any war, or fatality in any war is the truth. And that's true. And, and he who wins a war writes the history, even it could be so far from the actual truth. But what people are now watching is as their video game playing days, and I'm talking about a specific generation. I don't know about you, Dave, but I've never played a video game to completion in my entire life. I never have. I tried Pong one time, probably 10 minutes of Pong. That's one of the very first video games. I was done forever, you know? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not down on gamers, but what I'm saying is if you look at the gaming and all of the um, uh, video games, virtual world, the virtual world is absolutely rewriting the neurons in humans' brains. And what we're being prepared for, ladies and gentlemen, I can't help it. It's the extinction of the human race. How will it come about? What will that look like? Well, I believe we're seeing it already. We're seeing it mass vaccination. We're seeing it in the coming uh, year. When you see the grocery shelves, shelves empty in Texas, ask yourself, how do all those get filled when basically we've had the worst year uh, for you know being shut down? COVID-19 was one of the most strategic, uh, the quarantine, by the way, Quarantining was psychological terror. The quarantine did nothing. Proof of that is obviously Governor Noem in uh, South Dakota and a few other governors, they kept their states open. They had the most resilient economies and people's futures, their uh, contemporary earning capacity was all preserved. Look at how that compares and look at how the democratic states on the West Coast, on the East Coast, and a couple of the Midwest, look at what they've done now. You cannot have a tax base when everybody's out of business. Guess what? They don't care about that. They, and I say this, Wall Street has executed Main Street. It didn't just steal their business. Wall Street has executed Main Street. Because even during the uh, quarantine, you know, Amazon did record business. Uh, you know, and we talked about that in the old days when you and I first started doing, um, before Amazon even came on the scene, when we were dealing with the different China marts. Uh, we just said, look, people are buying, they're trying to go for the cheap stuff, and the cheap stuff is selling and, you know, giving everything away at cost because that's what it took to build the CCP, Chinese Communist Party's war uh, chest. And we ended up owing them trillions of dollars, and Clinton ended up giving them so much away our national assets, our national treasures, our technology. And I remember screaming about Loral Satellite Corporation because until Bill Clinton gave the technology to the Chinese for intercontinental ballistic missiles, they would have been at least 10 years behind. And now, ladies and gentlemen, 
They are leading the United States in some areas. Russia has surpassed the United States. This isn't a pro-Russia statement, it's just a fact. What Dave said about President Putin, President Putin is a, and when I say this, he's probably one of history's smartest leaders. He took his country back from pretty much a nothing country, I mean, after the breakup of the Soviet Union, and now he uses his own currency. He's not tied in to the U.S. petrodollar, which he said he's going to do. He has advanced physics in the realm of uh, 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 Tesla weaponry because the Russians got a lot of Tesla's secret papers, and the ones the Russians didn't get, obviously, the OSS, which became the CIA, got. But they, especially in the hypersonic missile realm, and you know, in their electronic uh, warfare, they caused the Donald Cook, our state-of-the-art missile cruiser, to come to a complete stop three different times. Three different times. And of course, they didn't—they didn't block that flying inverted over, uh, you know, one of our aircraft carriers, so the Russian pilots could flip off uh, the U.S. You know, um, what do you call it? Aircraft uh, crew on deck. So the thing that is really, uh, how do I say this? Unless you understand, and, and that's what a lot of us do for, let's say, er, entertainment, the weapons development, the weapons acceleration, the weapons proliferation, and the geopositioning of the S-400 and S-500 missiles in Venezuela, you can't anymore, the United States can't just go in and bomb the hell out of anything. And I think our own military now is so divided, and you may want to address that, that who's in charge? It is not the uh, entity who became the Secretary of De Defense. I can tell you that's for sure. <laughs> that's, they, they laugh at him. I, I was allowed through a high-level contact of mine to have two conversations with Pentagon officials who had direct knowledge of how the Pentagon is split. And it was 60-40 at the time. This is last May, so we're looking now at 10 months ago. Last May, it was 60-40 in favor of Trump. And they thought the Trump numbers were growing, and they said will, there will be active resistance if Obama, excuse me, Obama, slip of the tongue, because really Obama is running the government. But if Biden was elected, uh, they, they felt that the military would move the other way, move away from him, because he's in cognitive decline and because of his history of being anti-American. You know, Steve, if I were a military officer right now, command officer, I would be very concerned that there are going to be false flags promulgated in the United States and to quell the problems, uh, Biden administration is going to call in the UN and the UN is going to bring the CHICOMs wearing blue helmets. And if I were a military grade officer, I would know my days are numbered. I know I would be dead. That's why I can't believe the military hasn't acted like they did in Burma. Agreed, Dave. I want to share something. And, and again, I could not know this. Obviously, I'm not a, a you know person of great respect in the Pentagon. I think you know this. My website is banned on all military bases across the world. Why? Well, here's the reason why. Because I believe in the T word, truth. I used to, and I, I was told this just, I think, in the last week. They said, Steve, it's not so much they care about that. They care about the message of Jesus. I said, why are they afraid of Jesus? They hate Jesus. Man, most of those guys, a lot of the high rankers have embraced Satan. He said, yeah, but for the ones that haven't, nothing terrifies them more than Jesus because it puts them into the realm of the book of Revelation. 
It puts them into the realm. Look, isn't it interesting? If Jesus isn't real, why does everybody hate him so much? You know, they did to Jesus, our government, our MSM. How about Nadler? That, remember, the Democrats, ladies and gentlemen, made war on the living God. And Nadler just said when some, uh, you know, I forget who brought up that, you know, uh, God is not pleased with the country. He said, God has nothing to do with this uh, Congress. And that's absolutely true. Yeah. Because the Democrats made war on God. And I thought of King Herod. When people understand, just the story of King Herod, the boasting of Herod and the people looking to Herod as being a god, and then this guy, Nadler, one of the most prolific, in my opinion, commie cats, in my opinion, saying that, get out of here, God, we don't need you. I'm telling you, point blank, America's under judgment, and that's the difference between the message I preach and, and share and have, by the way, for 25 plus years on talk radio, while everybody else is looking to a man to come back, what makes anybody think that Trump can come back and clear out the swamp when Barr wouldn't prosecute open treason, wouldn't uh, prosecute absolute uh, conspiracy, wouldn't do anything? This is what I think people need to understand. Who is going to clean the swamp? Who is going to arrest? Who is going to follow through? Who? And you know what you come up with, Dave? Nobody. Yeah. There's no rule of law. No rule of law. I mean, Steve, just look at this. Over 30 cases with evidence that you and I in America saw on television, clear examples of voter fraud and election fraud, and not one judge heard one second of testimony, despite over a thousand affidavits under the penalty of perjury saying this is what I saw and not one judge. That shows you how we've been conquered from the top down. We have. And and see, Dave, that is a, a very important word, conquered. And the Bible very much says, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? So I, I'm just going to say this. Let's say, let's say that Trump were to come back into office. What would be different? More Republican, quote, senators or Congress people? But again, with the three different uh, uh, executive, judicial, and legislative, three different branches of the government, what happens when two of them are direct war with the President of the United States? He had to be neutralized because he did one thing that no one else could ever do. He exposed the swamp and hardworking Americans and people that love this country. By the way, I love this country. I love the United States of America. I wouldn't fought for it for 25 years. I love the veterans, or I wouldn't have been taking care of them for 25 years. I just don't have the finances to take care of all of them. If I had my way, I'd have every one of them off the street. I can do it one at a time, and that's all I guess God's given me to do at this point. But here's the deal. There is no rule of law, and the Bible calls that lawlessness. That is the mystery of iniquity. That absolutely is, uh, Apostle Paul is speaking about and others, that I guess you would say identifies the end times and the lateness of the hour. Most Christians, 95% of them, don't believe we're in the end times. They don't. They don't believe that what's happening before their eyes. They don't believe. They're looking for a seven-year tribulation. I'm on record as saying there's only three and a half years. 
because there's more scripture and people can argue about that but they can't argue about famine they can't argue about the denigration of our Lord and Savior they can't argue about the open expression for worship for Lucifer or you can't deal if you don't understand the history of the Pentagon with the first Earth Battalion and what was it uh, Michael Aquino people don't understand Jesus was kicked out of the Air Force Academy a decade ago but the Air Force Academy said if you're a Wiccan a warlock a Satanist all religions welcome except Christianity the dechristianization of the US military will will lead outside of a miracle for God on the basis of uh, Nineveh and that was based on Nineveh's repentance nothing will stop the judgment of God on the nation and people say but we're not appointed to wrath I want you to understand something and I want me and all of us to understand something God is holy and he has much to say in his word it has nothing to do with his wrath against the devil in the end times when in the day of the Lord he, he takes everything out and down in one day but what people have got to understand is that Jesus just didn't go on a you know fantasy trip or a fantasy cruise in, in Matthew 24 and Luke 21 nor was the revelation of uh, you know the uh, given to mankind just to make him wonder God spelled it out for his people but here's the key the Bible says God's people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, not because it's not presented to them, they reject it. And Dave, I would say to you, I believe there's 1,500 mega pastors of mega churches. I do not believe, now I could be wrong, that there is anybody preaching repentance, turning to Jesus, and friendship with the world being enmity with God. Any church that is seeker-friendly has abandoned the faith because we're not to be seeking the friendship with the world. We are to be seeking the living God and manifesting his saving power and the gifts of the Holy Spirit to a world that doesn't have any hope. And now they're being killed. They're, they're, you know, we used to talk about this. There was a, you remember the, uh, oh, good night, the, the commercial on TV where everybody's like walking into a hole and just thousands and thousands of people, the lemming factor, uh, you know, we're, we're cooperating in our own destruction. And that, that absolutely is astonishing to me. And actually it's what propels me. God stopped the human race from going to its own destruction. Jesus said, if he didn't shorten the days for the elect, there would be no human beings alive. Transgenderism, that's not biological reproduction. Male sperm count, that's not biological reproduction. And the women's movement, who would have, of all the women that hate men, the uh, castrating she-devils, okay? Those are my words. Don't get mad at Dave. Would lead to sex robots. I know, I know. It's, it's disgusting. I mean, and they can make autonomous decisions, and they're in human flesh. I mean, what could go wrong? Yeah, well, I got news for guys looking for that type of relationship. Don't be surprised when you're dealing with some of the most uh, horrific demonic entities possessing the web boss, because yes, uh, demons can possess inanimate machines. And I'm on record that you asked me, this is really critical. The next six months, you and I did a show back in January, and I'm on record as saying disclosure is going to accelerate. Yes. And as it accelerates, we're ahead, Dave, the Christians, well, not every Christian, but by, by the grace of God, what you're sharing about your father, about Vance Davis and the people you know, 
and uh, you know, I, I believe you do, uh, or have made reference to uh, Dr. Werner von Braun's secretary, and you and I have corroborating information and intel apart from ever you and I talking, except on the, you know, on your program. So, so the thing is, is that I think what people have got to understand is this, the hopelessness, the despair will accelerate exponentially over the next five months, okay? Uh, maybe faster than that. But one of the things that my goal is, and thank you, Dave, for letting me even talk about the alien thing. It is the alien deception. The Catholic Church is all ready and willing to basically declare that the aliens are our creators. And so when people say, where are you getting that? I'm getting it from the smartest Catholic theologians. I'm getting it from the uh, uh, lead, if you will, one of the smartest men in the world, uh, Comsalogno, Guy Comsalogno. Kudos to Tom Horn. He absolutely was given the Rosetta Stone to how the alien deception is going to play out. I was even given the script for it. I'm sorry, but it was. And you and I have talked about it, and that's why, you know, uh, uh, these these conferences we do are really important. Uh, I'm going to repost the new trailer for the one we did on aliens, and you'll find, ladies and gentlemen, that's probably one of the most, for, how do I, would I say, more insightful conferences as it related to the alien connection and the alien question. So it's going to get worse, Dave. And and see, I wish I could say, oh, give somebody a hug and just tell them everything will be fine. That's seduction. That's a lie. That's not the truth. No, it's not the truth, Steve. But this is where we're at. We are in the age of deception. And yes, you did say that on my show in January. And we've seen ever-increasing proof. I'll even go back a year ago, there was a UFO conference here in the Phoenix area, and Annie DeRiso, my former news broadcaster, called me and says, hey, do you want to go to this? And I said, sure. And she was involved in putting it together. And I went and I watched the Navy pilots and radar operators come out on stage and talk about dealing with craft that it could accelerate 10,000 miles an hour in under a second. And I said, my gosh, they're letting the military do this? Something is definitely up. And when they're allowing the military to speak, and American Airlines even admitted that UFO was seen over New Mexico, uh, when that's happening and they've changed from uh, explanations of swamp gas, they are setting you up for the scenario. Now, I believe, and I want to get a response from you on this, um, I believe that what we're looking at, they're not really extraterrestrial. They're Satan's servants, and they're disguised in both their purpose and their appearance. Well, absolutely. The, the, and see, it goes like this. The argument against sentient beings, and I know there are people that take that. By the way, I've been told by spec ops or 200 identified alien species, and in the uh, PDF that I sent out, Dave, for the Hagman supporters, uh, you know, I put together a 48-page, actually Daniel Holdings put it together. I supplied him the information. We have 27 different species of aliens the photographs of the uh their inscriptions on plates these things make hollywood jealous and that was given to my friend jesse who is he loves jesus but down in the heart of central mexico down the yucatan you know one of the greatest finds or i should say yeah finds f-i-n-d-s plural of alien aztec interaction alien aztec aircraft 
Uh, human sacrifice, interestingly enough, ladies and gentlemen, is the aliens that taught the Aztecs how to sacrifice. Well, that doesn't line up with history. That's because history's a lie. That's because the majority of the history, not true history, is covered up. So they have to catch up, and they are. They have to catch up with those of us who are saying, this is what's coming, this is what's coming, this is what's coming. And I was told by people in the mill and in the intelligence community, boy, are they wanting to get a hold of those uh, different artifacts. The neat thing is, and I want to make this clear, Dave, I don't own any of them. They're all in Mexico. They're all uh, uh, spread out through the whole country of Mexico. And, and I said, the nation that releases the alien artifacts on a scale that's undeniable will take the world stage in importance. If I were blowing smoke, you wouldn't have Russian, you wouldn't have German archaeologists. I can tell you this, honestly, some of these guys look like they stepped off the stage of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. You have special yeah. operations looking through weapons. I'm not making that up. It is so astonishing to me. So, saying all that, we're telling people that all of these problems are going to accelerate until they're going to be become be going to, people were going to look for anything and everyone. They won't look to Jesus, but they'll look to anything that'll give them peace. They'll look to anyone who can just bring it back to normal, even though there are no, there are no, there is no, I'm sorry, no, there are no, there is no return to normal. Normal <laughs> has been assassinated. The word selection will disappear. Go into the grocery shelves, watch people fight over the last cut of meat, if there is any meat. It's going to be so, un unfortunately, it's going to be so dehumanizing that the devil is going to turn human beings against human beings, and already with the uh, pronouncement of cannibalism and the availability of cannibal restaurants, I'm not kidding you, people say, why do you talk about that stuff, Steve? Because 25 years ago, I made the statement, this is important, Dave, I said, with the volcanoes of the world, the major volcanoes of the world, all start e erupting at the same time, and cannibalism fills the headlines of the day, know that tribulation is underway. Well, how could anybody know that? How could anybody even put those two things together? Well, and they, they couldn't. Yeah, oh, and nobody in the normal. I believe that God gave a verifiable warning. And now people that, you know, are, are said, I remember you said that 25 years ago. One guy just sent me that. Here's the thing. Ladies and gentlemen, Dave doesn't write what he writes. I don't write what I write. I don't do what I do unless it's to warn you of what's coming. And I got to tell you something, Dave. You said blue helmets. Guess what they call them that are coming? They even change the color of their helmets. They're the white helmets. Hmm. Have you heard about white helmets, the good guys? Another false narrative. Another counterintelligence program. I know. It's I know. Lying. Well, Steve, I'm going to admit to something here in the air I've never talked about publicly except very recently when I was on a radio show in Iowa with a good friend. And uh, I haven't even told you about this, but in 2013, I started to write a little bit about Project Blue Book. And, and my dad had brought it up to me, and it's been around that long. This We're talking 1985 was when I first heard about it from my father. But I'm in a, I'm in a bar, a restaurant bar. It's happy hour. No, I'm not drinking. <laughs> I was having my Diet Coke, and I'm with. This is the last year I was coaching college basketball, and I went to the restroom and I came out. 
And this attractive lady standing what you would say would be the hostess stand says, hi, Dave. And I said, excuse me, do I know you? And she says, no, but we know you. And I said, what do you mean we know you? Are you a fan club of mine or you follow my team? No. She said, you're going to be revealing things. And this is, Steve, right before I got a website, right before. This is like 30 days before. You're going to be revealing things um, about our presence here that's going to change humanity. And I just wanted you to know that. Now, the only presence I had in the media at that time is I had a radio show on RBN. And she went into great detail about what was coming. And a lot of it we've even mentioned here in this broadcast. We had probably a five to ten minute conversation. Okay, I'm married. She's attractive. I sit down and my fellow coaches are giving me one big razzing. And what did you talk about? Well, I'm not going to come out and say, we were talking about aliens. uh, And I'm going to be revealing them. I just said, oh, uh, somebody who knew me from before. But I had that warning right then. And I would have dismissed it as someone who was just a crackpot. But the moment I sat down, too, and I looked back over, she was gone. Nowhere to be found. Just totally disappeared. And it it struck a chord in me to my core. I thought, I kind of know what she's alluding to. I've heard this before from my father. And this is, uh, this is after I knew Vance, and I took this to Vance privately, Vance Davis, formerly the NSA. Uh, and, and Steve, I became convinced at that time that they want their presence announced. They want you talking about this. They want me talking about this because they're using us as desensitization agents. That's the conclusion I've come to. I've come to that too, Dave. And knowing that, and, and you know, ladies and gentlemen, I want to make a statement. I'm I'm, uh, how should I say this? I gotta say this delicately. I I started a project three years ago in going after all the glyphs in the world, any kind of what looked like language symbols, whether giants, lizards, you name it. But more importantly, all of the images of uh, different areas of the world that look like literally the language came from outer space. There were 65 UFO crashes in 1947. And all we hear about is Roswell and one in Colorado. Every single one of the crashes had symbols, not numbers. It had nothing to do with, you know, uh, our alphabet or anything on Earth. All those symbols now have been run through supercomputers. And forgive me, not all of them. We have a lot of symbols to run. And when I say we, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about the smartest guys in the world that love God. The purpose of this is to reveal their presence. I've been told, you have something, Steve, or you will come into possession of something that we want. I took it to prayer. I said, Lord, what am I going to do? He said, nothing. When I place in your I have no clue, okay? i, I got to be honest. I have no clue. He said, when I place it in your hand, it will be at the time that you will literally present it to him. I said, God, that's kind of crazy, you know? And I, I don't know what it is, okay? But right now, my expedition guys who've got testicles, Dave, and they're not girly men. These guys are real men. I can't even tell the background on them because I'd give some of maybe their uh, uh, identity away. I understand. I'm telling you this point blank, 
that lady that you met, and, and by the way, she sounds like a Palladian possibly, you know, here's the deal. Whatever it is and whoever it is, if they don't confess Jesus Christ is Lord, they are seducing, okay, seducing. And when you have, let's say, a knockout coming on you, you might people might uh, know it in this context biblically, Lilith the Nighthead came on the scene as a gorgeous, voluptuous woman. This is their description, not mine. Mm -hmm. And when the men entered into a sex act with them, they literally changed into the creatures they were and devoured the men. <laughs> and, yeah. and we're seeing that, Dave, on some of the panels that are coming out of Mexico. These aren't 1500, you know, Aztec Empire, you know, 1500, that was 300, 400 years before that. We are absolutely seeing stuff that is pre-Noah's flood. I know. I know we are. That's how I've taken it now, too. And uh, I don't like being used as a desensitization agent, but I look at my role and your role as we're trying to get people to come to Christ because that's our only protection. Absolutely. And they'll know when it happens that we didn't lie to them, we didn't twist it, we presented them ahead of time. And ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I make this statement all the time. It's if you're not afraid of it, the control of fear is gone from you. So a bottom line, again, and Dave, by the way, as we're on the air right now, I guess Israel's launching missiles towards Damascus. Yeah, I've this heard that. Russia, yeah, exactly. Russia launching fighter jets. Ladies and gentlemen, if I told you what I knew and Dave told you what he knew, and, and it, there's a point where it comes is that there's nothing more we can tell you that would help you except, I'm saying this, Dave, prepare as you've never prepared. Exactly. And Steve, time. we got about 15 seconds before they're going to shut off the lights. Okay. And we are out of time, but this is a really cliffhanger place to leave it. Um, this is being recorded late Sunday afternoon to be released on Monday morning. But we could be on the cusp of World War III. Steve, thanks for joining us. I got a scoot, and you've been terrific. Thank you very much. Bye-bye, Dave.